Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. And I am so happy to be doing this podcast today. I just want to express before I dive into the topic how much I'm enjoying doing this and how much I love um, hearing from you guys. You know, if my words are resonating and what it's been meaning to you, I've received a lot of great feedback and it means a lot to me. Um, I'm just really grateful. And it's perfect for me to express my gratitude around being able to do this podcast because um, today I'm going to be talking about life purpose. And I'm going to really give you some great understanding and some great tools as to how to know your life purpose and how to move into it, how to perform it in life, essentially, how to be in your purpose and do your service. So I think this is going to be really helpful. Um, So let me just go ahead and dive in. What I realized as I was contemplating um, this topic is that if someone is asking this question, if somebody's asking the question, what's my life purpose? There's really this feeling of I'm stuck. And that feeling of I'm stuck is it's a combination of a yearning to be who you are and to to really come forward with your gifts and to to do it in life. And also this feeling of uncertainty around I'm not sure that this or that can really be considered my life purpose. Is this my higher calling? Um, is this work that I'm doing really it? You know, and those those different questions can really be a bit um, discouraging. They can be kind of confounding. They can be, uh, you know, just endless in a way. And I want to give some guidance around that and really help Um, you to feel more confident in moving forward. So if you're waiting for something to show up, if you're sort of in this stuck place of, I'm looking for the inspiration, uh, waiting for the right job to show itself or something to click, if you're waiting for that, then what's really going on is you're afraid of making a mistake. And I want to clear that up right now that you cannot make a mistake. And you may have heard that before. And it's easy to say, less easy to believe. I understand that. But we really cannot make mistakes in this life. It is a learning experience. 
It is so quantum. It's so beyond our human comprehension to understand what this life is really about. But we just can't make mistakes. We're here to experience and we're here to learn. And I want to give you one more little push in this direction to feel more comfortable. Not only can you not make a mistake, but you are actually built and wired to do the right thing. You're, And there is no right and wrong, but you are built and wired to do your calling, to fulfill your calling. So not only are you not able to make a mistake, but you're really wired to do what you came here to do. And so I hope that that brings you confidence and a feeling of support and guidance right off the bat. So I want to move into the definition of your life purpose, and I'll explain how I came to this understanding in a little bit. But essentially, here's the big kicker. Your life purpose is to be you. It is to shine your energetic frequency in, in its purest form. So your life purpose is simply to bring your energy as much as you can, as clearly as you can. It's just to be you. It's very simple. That's our life purpose. So this was a hard one for me to grasp. And I'm sure it's hard for a lot of people to grasp because we're so action oriented that we really want a job or we want, even if it's not a job, even if we're, you know, sort of beyond the idea of our life purpose being a career, we still want actionable steps. And so we get lost in this idea of, am I doing the right thing to live my purpose? Am I doing what I came here to do? Um, instead of paying attention to our energetic frequency. So really our purpose is to be the cleanest version of our energetic frequency that we can be. So I'm going to read a part of my book. And um, the book that I wrote is called The Era of the True Creator. Um, And so I'm going to read if you have a copy. (laughs) Maybe you'll remember this part. So this is on page 61. And I'm going to read for quite a while. So buckle in. Knowing our life purpose is vital to moving forward as true creators. Harmonizing relationships require each of us as individuals to be in harmony with ourselves and embedded in our truth. For this to occur, we each need to develop an understanding of our life purposes and a deep trust in ourselves and the universe. This trust allows us to follow our path and live our truth so that we can do the work that we came here to do without losing our individual frequency in the life path of others or being distracted from our true work because of victim-centered mentality that keeps us busy in trying to save the world. Knowing our purpose also connects us to the actions we take, we can take that will bring us into the highest level of joy because they are in alignment with our individual frequency. Suffering is a natural effect stemming from a lack of awareness of our soul's higher calling. Our soul is hungry to manifest in the physical realm what is already being manifest in the astral and beyond. 
Living our purpose connects us more deeply with what satiates that hunger. When our soul is satisfied in this way, we are uplifted, for always our heart's desire is to manifest the true purpose that we came here to bring in this life. When we know who we are, we have no wish to disconnect from our true purpose, which is to be a light to the world with our individual frequency. In the new, the frequencies of the earth are much lighter than they were even just a few years ago, before 2012. All things are manifesting much more quickly as the frequency of our planet earth has shifted to a lighter density and will continue to ascend higher and higher. The discomfort of being incongruent with ourselves and the ascending energy of the planet is even more apparent now than it was before. Not serving our purpose can feel deeply saddening and, at times, unbearable, as our heart space is longing to bring us into alignment with our truth. There is so much pain involved in not being in alignment with ourselves and not serving our purpose. This is not punishment of any sort, but is simply the energetic truth of our current planetary frequency. Without the heavier density that we previously experienced, we are more sensitive. This can serve us in guiding us more clearly towards higher frequencies within as we seek to avoid the pain of lower frequencies. This was an agreement that was made before we came here. Everyone longs to know their true calling in life. Everyone wishes to be of service. Our true desire and design is to follow the path laid out for us. Many are now coming to this knowledge and wish to play a part in becoming congruent with themselves, shining their light, and moving forward in clarity with one voice. And this is the part that I really want to highlight. At our most basic and pure, all of us have one purpose in life, and that is to be present. It is through being present that we are able to directly channel the truth of our highest self into every moment. This moment that we are living is our life's work. Our purpose is fulfilled in being and not just doing. Each of us will, dis- will also discover our own highly individual callings to bring to fruition within our lifetime, which are shown as we walk in presence and live our true individual frequencies. These callings do not always show up in life as an occupation, as we may come to expect here within the earth realms. For some, our callings are obvious and tend to be easily channeled into a career. But for others, the directive is much more open-ended, as there are many ways to manifest our unique frequency in the world. Our true life purpose is a cycle of being strongly who we are through carrying our personal energetic frequency, and then embedding this frequency into action on the physical plane. Okay, so let me break that down a little bit, because that was a lot of reading. Essentially, we're all very, very, as I said before, we're wired to want to serve our calling and we're wired to be able to do it. We're wired to be successful in that because our purpose is our frequency and our calling 
is going to be manifested from that. The action that we take, all of the doing is going to come from being our truest frequency. And one part that I want to talk about that I just read is that it's more painful now to be out of alignment than it was before the energies of the earth started shifting. And that's simply because we had a more of a dense frequency on the earth and we were all existing in that slightly more dense frequency. When the frequency shifted and it's continuing to shift into lighter and lighter, higher frequency states, we also are more aware of being out of alignment and out of tune with our own frequency. It's just the natural effect of having these higher frequencies be what we exist in now. Things are more immediate. Things happen quicker. Manifestations occur quicker. And we notice more quickly being out of alignment. And so it's more painful. We don't, you know, things kind of move slower when there's a lower frequency. Um, And as things amp up and move a bit faster in these higher frequency states, we're going to feel, if we're out of resonance, we're going to feel it and it's going to be more uncomfortable than it used to be. So, but don't despair, you know, don't be worried about that because it's, it's so beautiful that it's sort of like, it reminds me of that game operation um, where, you know, it would buzz if you would touch the sides and you try and grab the funny bone out of the, the little game board. <laughs> and so it's sort of like that in that as soon as we touch the edge there, it's going to buzz at us and it doesn't feel good. And so we're going to desire to be in alignment and it's beautiful. It's really helpful. So our life purpose is to be in alignment with our frequency. How do we then move into deeper alignment with our frequency? There's a sort of step-by-step process in this and Um, It is quite direct and because we're guided through it very naturally, Um, but we can always resist it. So I'll just let you know that the beginning stages of coming into alignment with ourselves so that we can really shine our truest frequency is to do some of that shadow work. And oftentimes when we go through our awakening, that shadow work becomes very apparent And so many of us go through some really intense clearing around um, that shadow work, some of those stuck energy bodies, some of those things that have been held within our bodies, our energy fields for our whole life, or possibly also some energy that we've carried in from our ancestor, uh, ancestry line um, that's maybe not necessarily ours, but it's ours now because we're carrying it. And that's important to know. There's no martyrdom. We're not here to suffer for anyone else, but we do often carry things from our lineage. And that is, um, a beautiful part of being part of this awakening right now in this current era is that there is a huge amount of transmutation going on that 
takes place within our own physical selves and our own energetic selves, and then it moves up the line. We're really clearing huge amounts of energy that because of the frequency of the earth right now, it's just possible. And also we took on this sort of assignment. Um, it's part of our love and our service to humanity to clear um, our genealogical lines. So that's really beautiful. But we need to do this shadow work. And shadow work is clearing all of those old pain bodies that are held within. So shadow work, I talk about this in my book. I'm not going to go too deep into it right now, but shadow work does end. Shadow work does have a finish point. And that's important to know because otherwise we'll always be looking for a problem to solve instead of allowing things to naturally come up and release and sometimes digging in and then releasing. But we don't want to continually dig in and dig in and dig in. It's like picking at a scab and it will never heal and we'll always have a problem. If we look for problems, they're always going to be there. But shadow work is clearing the old stuck pain bodies. And so it's really important that we do that so that we can hold our true frequency. Because if we've got all of these um, pain bodies within, they're pulling us out of alignment. And alignment is sort of the name of the game. We want to come into alignment with our true frequency um, as often as possible and really bring ourselves into that alignment. So this can be, once we've done the shadow work, this can really be a daily practice, sort of like energetic hygiene, right? Sort of like brushing our teeth in the mornings and at night. We want to maintain our energy throughout the day and check in with ourselves and be really present. That presence is, for some people, the word you know, be present to say, be present is kind of confusing. Um, but if you know what I'm talking about, then you, then you really already know how to access that state. So to be present is just to sit with yourself. It's just to be with yourself, just start to feel your own energy without being distracted, without going into anything else, just be. And if, it's uncomfortable for you, then that is good. That is such a good sign. If you start to feel discomfort come up from just being, from sitting and existing in your own energy, that is wonderful because that's bringing you closer to you. Those discomforts are simply things that are trying to pull you away. It's just your mind and as it floats up, as you sit still with yourself, it sort of floats up like, you know, soda, those little bubbles in a, in, in a soda can, and it's going to release. And then you're going to drop deeper into yourself and you're going to really start understanding your frequency. And you're going to know that you get to your frequency when it feels so good. It feels so good to be with yourself to be in meditation, to be in that, just relaxing into who you are and being in this moment. When it starts to feel good, then you know that you're accessing your truest frequency. And it does. I promise you, if you're not there yet, you will get there. And it feels so good. 
I can promise you that. Because your true frequency is so beautiful. It's so beautiful, and I know this because we're all from the same um, we're, we're one. We're all essentially one giant frequency being expressed in many different ways. And so I know that our true selves are just, it just feels really good. <laughs> I have evidence. I've done this for a while. I know what it feels good to be in my frequency and it is delicious. It's ecstatic actually. It's so good. So coming into alignment, you do the shadow work, you practice being present with yourself, meditation, clearing your energy, and not from a place of, oh, I'm dirty, but from a place of, I want to come into alignment. You know, I want to tune myself like a guitar string. I want to tune myself to that perfect frequency, that resonant state and feel really good. And and then when you feel really good, it's like, I want to feel even more amazing. And it just keeps amplifying. So another way to come into alignment is to sort of check yourself throughout your day. And are you, are you pulling your energy out of your center um, by worrying about what other people think or by being concerned or afraid of other people. And this is, I know, I get it, it's human. We're all human. But if we're in that frequency where we're worried about what other people are thinking of us, then we are outside of our own power alignment and we're really pushing our energy outward. So just practice being present. And it does take some practice, even though it's our natural state. It takes some practice because we've sort of unlearned presence throughout our life by allowing ourselves to just think all the time and run around and do things, right? So just practice being present. And as you come into, you know, returning to your true nature, then you start to come into alignment with actions. So first you come into alignment with your energy. And then when you get really good at that, you're going to start noticing these um, inspired actions pop up and it's going to feel inspired. It's going to feel like it's not coming from your mind because as we come into alignment, we naturally move more into the heart center and the heart center is not the emotional heart. I do go into all of this in my book um, and it might be beneficial for you to read that. But the heart center is not an emotional center. I'm talking about the higher heart, which is really our portal to our true selves, to our higher selves. So as we start coming into that frequency of who we truly are, we naturally move more into that heart space, more into that intuitive knowing and that sense of truth. Internal alignment feels like truth. It feels like ecstasy. It feels like pure knowing, and it's really, really good. So then you start to come into alignment with the actions. These inspired actions start coming to you, and that is how you're going to know what to do, right? So we take this really long way around, and I know it's very easy to get impatient with the process. I remember, you know, and I'll just share my story. I went through my awakening in 2012, uh, that's when it started. 
and everything in my life really just sort of flattened out. (laughs) Um, Meaning all of the things that I was doing started to not make sense and they all just floated away one by one. And it was much more uncomfortable than that, but they did. They just kind of left my life. Um, A lot of people, a lot of the things that I was doing, pretty much everything shifted for me. And I spent, I would say three years in this sort of state of not knowing what to do, just clearing, just really clearing. I was clearing a lot. Um, I got married and my husband and I were traveling all over the world. And while that was really amazing and exciting and fun, and I'm so grateful that I had that almost as a distraction because there was just a lot of inner work going on, a lot of clearing, shadow work, dark night of the soul, and a lot of just sitting around, which I wasn't used to at all. I was very, very busy before my awakening. I owned my own business and I was definitely one of those people that was just do, 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 think, 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 right? So I was always either doing something or I was thinking about something and I was very much in my head and very stressed out, (laughs) you know, just always um, kind of in that mode. So when my awakening hit, suddenly I just, I actually wanted to sit still and meditate. Suddenly it felt good. And before I, I couldn't do it, it was really uncomfortable. In fact, it was hard for me to breathe. I still remember my body was so tight and I was very athletic. The business that I owned was um, a fitness studio. And so my body was really tight. And I remember if I would try and sit in meditation, it was as if my my breath breathing was like robotic. It was very uncomfortable. It's so funny to think back on that because I am definitely not that way anymore. Even when I get stressed out now, my body knows how to to drop in and relax. It's a really wonderful thing and I'm really grateful for those few years that I spent after my awakening, just not doing anything. But at the time it was, it was uncomfortable and it was kind of boring sometimes. And I remember feeling so impatient, like all of these new gifts are coming to me and I don't know how to use them. Give me guidance. And so I would ask all the time, um, through my intuitive abilities, I would ask, you know, what's my purpose? show me what to do. And it took me so long of asking this question and receiving the answer for me to get it. Because the answer that I would always receive was, you're here to shine your light. And I was like, that's great. How do I do that? What does that even mean? It made no sense to me. But every time I asked, the answer would come through, you're here to shine your light. You are, in fact, I was even told you're a light bearer, you're a way shower. And these different titles that I'd never heard of came to me through my channeling practice. And, but they didn't make any sense. I'd never heard of these things. What is a way shower? What is a light bearer? Um, You know, and even those terms, you know, they were such beautiful gifts, but uh, I don't want to get stuck on those, you know, because 
really the truth of it is, is when I finally started to understand this, I recognized, oh, my purpose is separate from what I do. My purpose is to be me and who I am, the soul aspect of me as I came into this world The predominant thing that I'm here to do is just to shine my light. And I can feel myself lighting up as I say that because it cues me into this feeling. It expands my heart. I start to feel just so light. I feel like a light bulb (laughs) as I cue into that. Um, And so that has been so helpful, but I will tell you, it was really, really confusing as I kept getting that message over and over again. And it did take me a long time to relax into, oh, okay, that's my purpose. My purpose is to be me in the highest aspect that I can access. And that for me just means tuning into who I am and shining my light. And as we do that, the action becomes clear. So what I started noticing was I was more able to shine my light when I do this. And this sort of thing really lights me up. You know, I even use that terminology. I love, love channeling for people. I absolutely adore it. It lights me up. It always raises my frequency no matter what. It makes me feel amazing. And then I'm also bringing through these things that are helping other people, which feels really good and resonates with them. And then their frequency shifts. And it's just, it's such a beautiful experience. So that lights me up. That activity makes me feel so good. So I know that that is one of my services in life, right? It's an aspect of my life purpose that comes into the physical realm and shows me this is a part of what I'm here to do. Also, I have a regular job. I have, uh, it's part-time, but it's almost full-time. And if I can show up and shine my light and be me, then that's also part of my purpose, right? So I'm not going to discount those other things that I do throughout my day, I can go to the grocery store and be living my life purpose if I'm bringing my true frequency. So, so many different aspects or so many different avenues that we can take to bring our service to the world. And how do we know? This is the question that a lot of people ask. How do we know then what actions to take? And I kind of gave you an example just now. Tune into your frequency and then feel like, what are you compelled to do? What brings you joy? What lights you up? I did a channeling circle in Boise just a couple, um, just like a week ago at this point. And one of the things that came through was everything that comes from your heart is your act of service to the world. Everything that comes from your heart is your service. And in fact, it came through multiple times. It just, it was repeating, repeating, repeating. Everything that you do that comes from the heart is your service. So feel into that. What is your heart compelling you to do? 
How can you bring that frequency into the physical realm? The frequency of who you are coming into the physical realm is your service. That's what you're here to do. So that's the action. If you're desperate for an action, tune into your heart and ask your heart, what are you being compelled to do? That is your service to the world. And that's, you know, that's your purpose is to shine your light and move through the heart to bring your service to the world. Your service, a lot of times there's sort of an, uh, an idea behind the word service, meaning, you know, going in, um, feeding people at a, at a homeless shelter. And that is beautiful. And I'm not discounting that. I'm not making fun of any of that at all, but I want to broaden this scope of what your service actions can be. And it can actually be just about anything. In fact, I'm not even going to qualify that it can be anything. When you tune into your heart, you're going to access your truest self. And everything that springs from the heart that causes you to want to move, to act, to be, to do, that is your service. And you can never go wrong in that. If that means that you're a hairdresser, amazing, amazing. If that means that you're a stay-at-home mom, amazing. If it means that you're a CEO of a large company, amazing, because If it's coming from your heart, that is your service. No question about it, right? So we don't need to worry so much about what it is. There are going to be certain things that absolutely make your heart sing when you do it. You're going to know. I mean, you're going to know without a shadow of a doubt. Yes, this is who I'm here to be. I feel so in alignment with myself when I'm doing this you're going to know and be prepared for things to shift, right? Because don't, don't be connected so much to the action or the avenue of how it comes about. And even, you know, I'll give you an example. Even for me, I've had visions of what I'm here to do in an action based, you know, realm, uh, in the physical, what I'm actually here to do. I've seen myself giving, um, speaking in front of large groups of people. Uh, and this was not an idea. It was a vision. I had a very clear vision that came to me, but I know now not to be attached to what that looks like specifically, even though I saw it, my mind is going to try and make it more and more concrete when really that can be so open-ended The energy that comes through me and how it all manifests is going to show itself to me. So don't be too connected to the way that things show up, right? So if right now what lights you up is um, teaching classes, that's beautiful. But you may have a moment where you totally level up. And all of the sudden, that's not what you're here to do anymore. That's not your action. That's not what makes your heart sing. There might be something else. So just allow yourself that flexibility. Don't get too attached to the action. Let yourself live in that frequency. And and then really, so many actions are going to feel amazing. But there are going to be certain things that really make your heart sing. 
And those are the things that you want to continue to do. Follow that. Just keep following that feeling. Um, I want to read one more little thing here. Um, And this talks about our collective life purpose. So we have individual life purposes. And then we also have a collective life purpose because we're one. We are many facets of one giant energy. And we're just all singing together in harmony uh, as we move more into our true frequency. So I want to share with you this other part in my book. It's on page 69. It is fitting that we not only have individual life purposes in this lifetime, but also a collective life purpose, for we are many parts of the one. Every soul that is on earth at this time is part of the ascension process, conscious or not. No one is here on accident. All souls who chose to incarnate here are here for a divine purpose. We are a collective, and together we are co-creating something never seen before. As we learn to be present in every moment, we connect more and more deeply to the truth of who we are. This presence allows us to connect and channel not only our own true frequency, but also connects us to the vibrational frequency of the higher dimensions that are outside of time and space outside the time and space paradigm, the frequencies of pure love and oneness. Through presence, we are tuning into both. Just as we are meant to to serve each person who comes across our path, we are also meant to co-create with everyone who comes across our path, for these are actually the same thing. Our collective life purpose in this era is to raise the consciousness of humanity and do things that serve the greater good. As we come together to raise our own vibration, we begin to match the ascending vibration of the planet, going on a big interdimensional ride with Gaia and co-creating this shift of the ages. Many people are creating their life's work already and wish to bring others in on the journey. This cooperative work is a new design of mutually uplifting experience a group frequency and creation that we have not seen before in human history. The new is a big blank canvas, and we are absolutely free to create however and whatever we would like together. I'm going to go ahead and stop there. I hope that this episode has really helped you understand who you are. I hope it's ignited something inside of you that helps you move forward with more confidence, more self-trust, more self-love, and a deeper awareness of your true calling. Until next time, take care. Love you lots. Bye.